0: From the Arizona Medical Association, I'm Shelby Job and this is Arma On Call. Today is Friday, March 17th, 2023, and here's what happened in medicine this week. This week marks three years since the reality for millions of Americans had vastly changed as COVID-19 spread across the country. To mark three years since the onset of the pandemic, we're diving into three ways the virus is still being talked about and impacting public health. Years after the onset of the pandemic, discussions about the origin of the virus are still ongoing. A completely bipartisan and unanimous vote to declassify intelligence information about the origins of COVID-19 has sent a bill to the desk of President Joe Biden. If signed, the public would learn what the U.S. agencies knew during the first days of what dominoed into a new reality for public health. Only a few days after the three-year anniversary of the pandemic, President Biden is still undecided on if the documents will be made public. The great debate on the origins of the virus stems from what experts claim is a lack of transparency. Both Senate Democrats and Republicans believe this to be a positive step forward. Dr. Rochelle Walensky, director of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, has publicly commented that the CDC response to COVID-19 appeared, quote, unprepared. By declassifying government documents, the hope is that the future public officials may better understand what caused the pandemic and how the U.S. can better prepare for the next one. As officials prepare for the next pandemic, healthcare experts are studying and addressing the impacts of the most recent one. Maternal mortality rates climbed by nearly 40% in 2021, according to an analysis from the National Center for Health Statistics at the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Again, Black women faced a disproportionate maternal mortality rate as racial disparities widened further. Across all demographics, 1,205 women died of maternal causes, an increase from 861 in 2020 and 754 in 2019. Maternal death rates increased significantly in every racial group, with Black women experiencing the highest rates at nearly 70 deaths per 100,000 births, an increase of approximately 55 in 2020. Healthcare experts cite COVID-19 as one reason for the staggering increase, but many factors play a role. Dr. Wanda Barfield, director of CDC's Division of Reproductive Health, named chronic conditions during pregnancy, access to quality care during and after pregnancy, and structural racism and implicit bias as other contributing factors. News about the increase in maternal mortality was preceded by the national coverage of dwindling access to maternal health care. A USA Today analysis found that about 2 million rural women of childbearing age now live at least two miles from a labor and delivery unit. And some rural communities are losing or already have lost their units completely, including in Arizona. Maternal health has been a topic of both urgency and concern over the past few years, but this latest report highlights the need for continued discussion and action. At a minimum, nearly 26 million Americans are or have been impacted by the long-term side effects of COVID-19. Officially dubbed Long COVID, the phenomenon continues to elude healthcare professionals and patients, even after the three-year anniversary of the virus's spread. Worldwide, it is estimated that as many as 20% of people infected with COVID-19 end up with symptoms lasting three months or longer, according to the World Health Organization. Estimates across reputable organizations vary, but one thing is obvious. Long COVID is impacting Americans' day-to-day lives. More than a quarter of respondents reported that the lingering effects of the virus hampered their daily lives, according to a recent survey by the U.S. Census Bureau. While identifying those infected with the disease has become a common and successful practice, defining, measuring, and treating long COVID has proven much harder. According to Dr. Amesh Adalja, a senior scholar and infectious disease specialist who studies COVID-19 at John Hopkins University, that's because there is no universal definition for the condition. Quote, it's still unclear to many people whether that's being described as long COVID is one condition or several distinct conditions that are all being lumped together under the same umbrella term, close quote. Over 200 symptoms of long COVID have been reported to the WHO, which defines long COVID as the continuation or development of new symptoms three months after an initial infection and lasting for at least two months with no other explanation. Experts have varied opinions about the adequacy of this definition, some asserting it's too broad, while others think it should be broader. What experts do agree on, however, is that without a standard definition, patients are suffering in silence, unsure of where to go and who to turn to about a disease that no one fully understands. That concludes the update on Medicine This Week. Medicine This Week is part and parcel of the Arizona Medical Association's podcast, ARMA On Call. If you are not an ARMA member, you can gain access to our extended print version of Medicine This Week, which is published every Friday, by signing up for membership today. Simply go to azmed.org to learn more. Be sure to subscribe to Arma On Call and please consider sharing this episode with a friend. We'll catch you next Friday.